At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's a numbers game with your host, Gil Alexander. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. It is a numbers game Monday morning right here at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, and everywhere you take us in. I won't list them all. Too many to list. Jason Kahn, producer number seven, is here as well. Good morning to you, Jason. Good morning, Gil. How are you? I am good. Uh, one of these, uh, one of these shows that's a little bit of everything. And uh, a lot to bet on, actually, this morning. Euro Cup 2020 with Paul Carr at the end of the show, where we have a couple of concurrent Game 3s of the group stage. So let me repeat that. A couple of concurrent Game 3s of the group stage, Group B and Group C. Two games of Group B at at, uh, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern. And then two games concurrent uh, in Group C, at 12 noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, and we'll go through all the implications of what teams are incentivized to do to advance to the final round. It's not as cut and dry in Game 3s as one might uh, suspect just at a glance. So we will do that with Paul Carr on the show today, Jason Weingarten on baseball, Jeff Parlay. He was with us uh, last Monday in studio. We'll have him in studio today to talk uh, basketball with us primarily, other things as well. And Andy McNeil uh, on hockey, um, among other things, he can answer the question for us now that it's 2-2 two to two in both the uh, the semifinal series, Lightning and Islanders, Vegas Golden Knights, and the Montreal Canadiens. What are the Knights going to do from this point forward in goal? Is that the end of Marc-Andre Fleury? Like, if we, is that it? Like, hey, thanks, Mark. I, you know, I know you made that mistake in Game 3, so we're, we're good with it. I, I'll, I'll never understand hockey, but we'll get... Uh, 
We'll get clarification from Andy McNeil uh, coming up about that. Get his thoughts on the remainder of those series and individual game fives. And then Wes Reynolds joins us momentarily to talk uh, all things U.S. Open yesterday and uh, some NBA as well. I I think I watched 75 hours of golf yesterday alone. Like, I just planted myself on the couch and just watched it all day long. John Rahm, the winner at the U.S. Open. We'll get uh, Wes's thoughts. I think Wes had John Rahm among his picks. So we'll get his uh, his thoughts there. NBA was awesome yesterday as well. One of these sneaky, because the NBA schedule was staggered, it, it's, it's gotten sneaky good late in the summer. We have a golf major. We have a tennis major coming up and another golf major subsequent to that. Wimbledon and the Open Championship. Um, but, man, we've got to talk about uh, Sixers in Atlanta with parlay later, too. Uh, 20 lead changes. First of, all, first of all, the Suns get game one against the Clippers in a game that could have gone either way late. But then Game 7 last night, this on the heels of the Brooklyn Nets being upset on Saturday. What a sports weekend this was um, by Milwaukee. But last night, Game 7, 20 lead changes, 19 ties between the Hawks and the Sixers. Sixers never led by more than four at any point. Hawks never led by more than seven. First time the Hawks win a Game 7 on the road in franchise history. Um, ben Simmons, we've got to talk about him too. 22 different times during this series, 22 different times, he had two free throw attempts. How many times did he make both? Twice out of those 22 times. And there was a sequence right north of the four-minute mark, four minutes left in the game yesterday, and one right under the four-minute mark, where he had a... It was a one-on-one with Herter, where it was just Herter between he and the basket, and Ben Simmons just pulls it out, wants no part of getting fouled and going to the line. And then perhaps more starkly, he has a spin move on Gallinari, I believe it was. He could pretty much lay the ball in and kicks it out to, Th- to Thibel, who gets fouled. Got bailed out by uh, Embiid on the first instance in the Herter play. But that sequence, that back-to-back sequence was all you needed to see about Ben Simmons. And if you had any doubt, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to say. We don't try to be too poetic on, on a betting show. But if there was ever a moment or a sequence in a game where you're like, that's it. They got, they're not winning this. That was it. 103-96, to the Hawks, as seven-point dogs, win it outright in the end by seven in a game where Trey Young... Up until the last few minutes of the game, he was two for 18 at one point of this game, but made great passes, ends up with a double-double, 21-10. and 10. But that's the Herder game. That's the Kevin Herder game. 27 points out of the University of Maryland. Again, one of these, one of these players out of the University of Maryland, I will say it about the 2002 championship Maryland team, how if you looked at that team in 2002 and if I told you, hey, uh, Steve Blake is going to have the longest career of all these guys, you'd be like, what? Dixon, Wilcox, Baxter, Blake? Herder, 27 points in the Hawks win. And the Hawks installed the seven-point dogs in game one against the Bucks. Skill Alexander. It's a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, VEASAN.com, the VEASAN app. Let's bring him in, uh, co-host of Long Shots, the glue that holds this whole operation together, Swiss Army Knife of VEASAN. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Wes Reynolds. How you doing, Wes? Good morning, Gil. How are you, sir? I'm doing very well. I want to get to golf, obviously, with you. But if I just go ahead, because I was just talking about the Hawks and the Sixers, obviously, and I say to you, okay, the, uh, the Hawks, once again, like they were with the Sixers in Game 7 and in other games in this series, they're going to be seven-point dogs in Game 1 against the Bucks. The Bucks are also 
close to a $5 favorite. I mean, they're north of a $4 favorite everywhere. But one shop even has them a $5 favorite in the series against the Hawks. And anecdotally, everybody I talk to or text with, they're like, yeah, the Hawks have no shot here. Ooh, should we really feel that way? I don't think that we should. Look, I think they're the rifle favorites. And maybe, you know, we've kind of seen with the Milwaukee really the last couple of years in the fact that they've been the number one seed and they've never been able to get out of the East Finals and into the NBA Finals. So if ever there is a chance, if ever it was set up really for them, you would think it would be set up for Milwaukee. But Milwaukee, last I checked, is still coached by Mike Budenholzer. So (laughs) that concerns me at least a little bit. And that's going to keep, I think, at least Atlanta in the series. And by the way, you got to give a hat tip to Nate McMillan, who was not even the head coach until March and took over this team when Lloyd Pierce got shown the door. Nate McMillan, who parted ways, that's, I guess, the new term now, Gil, in terms of coaching changes, parted ways with the Indiana Pacers in the offseason, and now he's just rubbing my Pacers' face in it right now. I mean, it's like, okay, you won a playoff series, but now you're getting to the East Finals, and Nate McMillan somehow has figured this out with the Atlanta Hawks. And when you've got a team that's got belief, sometimes belief is at least enough to keep you in this series. So, look, I don't want to say Atlanta doesn't have a shot. People thought they had no shot against Philadelphia. And, and look at where they are. I think all these complimentary players around Trey Young, who I heard you mention in the open, did not have a great game here in Game 7. But you have somebody different step up. Last night it was Kevin Herter's podium game. The game before it could be Bogdanovich, or it could be Gallinari, or it can be John Collins. So they're getting all different role players really step up to support Trey Young. So I think the Bucks are going to win the series. I wouldn't lay the price outright. I think if you're going to play Milwaukee, then you want to maybe try to hit that exact score margin, whether it's like Bucks and six, you know, four to two, or Bucks and five, however confident you're feeling. But I wouldn't lay that price. I think Atlanta is actually very live here. Yeah, we have some people here at Visa and Kelly Bidlin, producer of Primetime Action, uh, being uh, chief among them, who has a bunch of Hawks futures. He had the Hawks in the series against the Sixers. He's got the Hawks 150 to one to win it all. Uh, got him to win the East, so there are people who are super excited about this. By the way, those are the exact games, not uh, with the team winning, but the exact games in terms of the Bucks hawks series. Four games, a sweep would be plus 350, five games plus 230, six games, no matter who wins it, plus 250, and then a full seven at plus 275. Speaking from your Indiana perspective, you're saying Nate McMillan sort of rubbing in your face. Uh, Suns do win game one against the Clip Show without Chris Paul. We're not sure about Chris Paul status for game two uh but what paul george did in the previous series uh was there a little bit of of uh, nostalgia in your eye about that as well former pacer yeah, a little bit yeah a, a little bit and i think when you saw what materialized yesterday and it's kind of the problem really that i think the clippers are going to find right now is the fact that you're kind of damned if you do and you're damned if you don't if you're Ty Lue. And you saw this play out a little bit yesterday. We know what happened in that first-round series with Dallas and then subsequently in the semifinals with Utah. There's just They can't play Zubac very much because he gets eaten alive in the pick-and-roll. We even saw Rudy Gobert look lost defensively in Game 6. The best defensive center, arguably, in the NBA – and he just just looked absolutely lost on Friday night. 
with the Clippers getting all of these threes, and they just couldn't do anything. Where Quinn Snyder was just like, oh, I can't go small here. But you leave Rudy in the game, and he gets kind of lost in the pick and roll. So you kind of see that a little bit with the Clippers here with Zubach. Now, what they did in the second quarter was they did play DeMarcus Cousins. And DeMarcus Cousins did give them a spark offensively, but he did it more against Dario Saric. When he was against Saric, they could score and they would go on runs. But then when you put DeAndre Ayton back in the game on the Phoenix side, then Boogie is going to give up what he gave you in scoring. He's going to give it up defensively because it's almost like, okay, if I put these bigs in there, they're going to get these guys stuck in those pick-and-roll situations, and we know that this is a pace-and-space league here in the NBA, so you're going to give up something defensively. Or if I'm Ty Lue, do I go ahead and I go small and just take my chances where it's like, okay, I can't stop the big kid, DeAndre Ayton, down low, so he's just going to eat with points and rebounds, but I can maybe have a chance to shut down that perimeter game. So you can kind of see – where Ty Lue is a little bit stuck here. Now, we don't know when Chris Paul is going, is going to come back, if it's game two or game three. Obviously, I think Phoenix is going to need him. He makes them that much better. He didn't win the MVP, but I think he's been the most valuable guy to his team this season with Phoenix because you saw, you saw it in the bubble last year. This Phoenix team looked like they showed some promise, but they didn't make the playoffs. All of a sudden, you add Chris Paul, and they're a number two seed in the Western Conference. And he has raised his teammates' game, Booker and Aiden most notably. So I think the Clippers do have a quandary here in terms of how they're going to go ahead and stop that Phoenix offense. So you would not bet the Clippers at the current series price, which is around $3? I would lean toward doing that. Now, that's exactly what I did in the second round against Utah. I took them 180 after game one, but I, I, I think that this is a little bit different style of matchup because as good as Rudy Gobert is, Rudy Gobert is not as good of an offensive player as DeAndre Ayton. So therein lies the problem where it's like, okay, I got to somehow stop Paul and Booker and these guys in the pick and roll. And then, of course, what they do is they space it out with shooters just like everybody else in the NBA with Crowder, with Mikhail Bridges, et cetera, et cetera. So, this is a little bit of a tougher matchup. So, you know, $3 kind of an attractive price. I'm definitely going to have to look at that. But I didn't like what I thought. I thought the Clippers actually played pretty darn well for coming up very short rest on Friday and still couldn't get home yesterday. By the way, Phoenix-Milwaukee exact matchup in the NBA Finals, this from just before the postseason, 66-1. to Wow. 66 to 1 and that is your that is your favorite right now to uh for to it to, for it to happen. Lakers Brooklyn Nets before the postseason began was the short shot at plus 450. Phoenix Milwaukee 66 to 1. I can't even find ones with Atlanta by the way, Wes, just to give you an idea, but Phoenix Milwaukee which is the favorite right now, 66 to 1. Uh let's talk golf. The 121st US Open, which is really why I wanted to talk to you. It's always great to catch up after uh big golf tournaments with you. Congratulations first of all, you did have John Rom, correct? I did, as did Brady Cannon, my co-host and partner on Long Shot. So, look, it was a tournament favorite, so I, I don't pat myself on the back too much. But you kind of sense that it was coming, that eventually this is going to happen. I mean, he has been close several times. I think if you just take the last five years, 
him and Dustin Johnson probably are 1A and 1B in terms of best players in all of the world. I think DJ, if you go back like 10 years, I think he's been the best player in the game. But John Rahm has been with him the last few years. He's got 13 wins already worldwide. This was actually where he won his first PGA Tour event back in 2017, that 60-foot eagle on 18. So wins his first PGA Tour event and his first major here at Torrey Pond. Okay, so I want to ask you, first of all, it was just phenomenal for Rom the way he did it with the birdie at 17, the birdie at 18, the curling birdies, and just absolutely clutch. He literally, he was really the only guy, Wes, yesterday in the final round who didn't collapse um, to varying degrees. Obviously, there was a Bryson DeChambeau collapse, and then there was, you know, a Louis Oosthuizen made one just horrible shot on, on uh, 17, and that kind of class. But everybody faltered besides Rom. He was the only guy. Let me ask you about DeChambeau first, because he was in the lead uh, at one point for a couple holes. He was five under. Um, and it looked like, my, in my head, I was coming back to this U.S. Open narrative I had from last year. Like, you see, it's DeChambeau while everybody else is going up and down and up and down. He's as steady as can be. Didn't have a bogey in the whole tournament. And then just an utter disaster on the back night. He shoots a 44. It included it included a snowman at the end, which knocked him out. Talk about a just a horrible uh, beat for people who had to shamble in the top 20. And so I just, the question I want to ask you about him is for betters, you know, as much as I, I preach the whole, hey, look, you've got to have some DeChambeau in a U.S. Open, did that collapse yesterday at all put in your head, hey, if things go bad for this guy, uh, he's capable of the opposite of that, and that's what we saw yesterday, just by sheer, I don't know, experimentation, the way he plays the sport. I don't know if that crept into your head at all. You know, it does a little bit, Gil, and that's a very good question and a very fair point here because, look, I kind of felt the same way yesterday, and that was why my one matchup I lost this week for the full tournament actually was Bryson DeChambeau over Brooks Kepka, and he really leaked Doyle going eight over for his last seven holes, and that was even before he reached 18. But you did kind of think, okay, when he's starting the back nine and he's through the 10th hole, now he's five under par, and it's like, Okay, he's playing chess. Everybody else is playing checkers. But he becomes so, I think, process-oriented, and that's a little bit of the concern. You want to be process-oriented, but you don't want to have, basically, paralysis by analysis. And that can really apply to sports betting as well. And sometimes maybe that that gets a little much because you get stubborn, not only like as a sports better in an art field gill, but as a golfer, you get very stubborn and you're so convinced that your approach is always right and you don't want to adjust to it or you don't want to listen to any voices that may be able to help you. And I think Bryson sometimes kind of falls prey into that. Look, there are going to be some weeks where he's just going to be able to bomb and gouge, but there's going to be other guys that also hit it very long. There was a kid from South Africa, a young 22-year-old named Wilco Neighbor who actually who did make the cut. He finished down the board here this weekend. But this is a guy that hits it just as long, if not longer, than Bryson. So there's always going to be longer hitters. So you can't necessarily put so much onto the driving distance and so much onto the bomb and gouge. And you can't be just so process-oriented. So, look, I'm not concerned that he's going to fall off the grid and and, and you know, not be – a top 10, top 20 player in the world anymore. But 
I do think he has to be willing to be more open to kind of adjust certain facets of his game and not always be convinced that he's right 100% of the time. Yeah, definitely, definitely crept into my mind. Uh, who? I mean, I'll just l- open the floor to you on this, but beyond Rom and the victory and beyond DeChambeau's collapse, who do you think you learned the most about yesterday? Yeah, and I guess a lot of it wasn't learning new stuff. It was kind of being reinforced. Uh, Xander Schauffele, once again, another top ten in a major, very yeah. young player. Now nine of the last 17 uh, times uh, he's been top ten in a major. This was actually the first time he finished out of the top six in five starts in the U.S. Open. He finished tied for seven. So, uh, look, Xander, I, you know, he's kind of that next guy. It was Rom, and now it's going to turn to Xander in terms of, you're seeing a lot of these guys at the top of the official world golf rankings, Gil, that now they finally have gotten their major. We saw it yesterday with John Rom. So now kind of the eyes turned to Xander a little bit. Uh, just looking down the leaderboard, you know, Brooks Kepka, I think, obviously played very solid once again in contention at the majors. And, you know, this Kepka at majors thing, you, you got to consider it. Yeah. He's right there at the PGA. He's right here again at the U.S. Open. The guy just somehow finds a different gear when the stage is bigger. So you have to give him credit. Uh, a young guy that I think you we might want to watch uh, has Garrett Kigo won on the PGA Tour a couple weeks ago and now has accepted membership. Guido Migliazzi, who finished tied for fourth, played very well all week. Actually, the whole Italian contingent did with him and Molinari. But Migliozzi gets in the top four, so now being T4 here yesterday, he gets in next year's Masters, he gets in next year's U.S. Open. He's a European Tour player, young guy. Definitely keep an eye on him. I like what I saw out of Colin Marikawa on a little bit of a bigger course. His iron game is still the best on the PGA Tour, so don't discount Colin Marikawa just yet. I know he's not the longest hitter. I know he's kind of erratic with the putter, but you know, don't discount him. He's going to win more majors. Scotty Scheffler got there in the top 10 for me yesterday. He kind of pretty much lived on his putter. He's a guy that just hasn't put all facets of his game together. He has the game to win. He hasn't even won yet on the BGA Tour, but he has the game, I think, to have a lot of wins out here. So, look, I was very impressed with the end result. I was kind of lamenting a little bit on the course at Torrey Pines, thinking, you know what, it does kind of lack some imagination. There needs to be more defenses on the course. It's a seaside course, and yet there's no water on the course. So <laughs> yes. there were valid criticisms yes. of Tory Pine, but at the end of the day, we got a really good result with this tournament. We had an absolutely stacked leaderboard and we had guys that came off the grid too. So I always think that that's interesting stories when you have a Mac Hughes, when you have a Russell Henley, Richard Bland into about the back nine on Saturday before he went away. So that's what you love about us open is just having great stories involved in this event. Can you hang out five more minutes with us? Because I want to ask you about the Travelers of the Open Championship to see if you have anything in pocket, if you would, sir. Yeah, you bet, Gil. I appreciate it. Uh, I think it was, I, I agree exactly with that. It, it was everything a U.S. Open you could have wanted in a U.S. Open. That was my, I think you crystallized my, I couldn't really articulate, but that's when I played the South Course, the one time I was fortunate enough to do so. I think that was what I was surprised by. Where's the water? It's like one or two holes where it was picturesque like that. Um, 
And can we finally quit Tony Finau? I guess I'll ask Wes that as well. By the way, the 66 to 1 was from before the season on the Bucks and the Suns. That makes more sense. The Bucks and the Clippers before the season, exact matchup in the finals, 14 to 1. It's a numbers game at Vison, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. With basketball, hockey, and baseball games every week, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip. With your state-issued ID to open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located 
located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Wes Reynolds, kind enough to uh, join us for five more minutes. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Wes Reynolds one That's the number one. Co-host of the greatest golf betting show there ever was. Long shots that he does with Brady Cannon. Both Brady and Wes uh, with the John Rom tickets. Um, before we get to any other tickets you have in pocket, Wes, um, Tony Finau, who did not make the cut, but who a lot of people here on the network and just sort of anecdotally beyond that thought, okay, this might set up well for Finau. Maybe not to win it outright, but at least, you know, you know, to, to place well. Um, let's just focus on the outrights. We got to stop betting him to win outrights, don't we, at this point? And, and I'll say the same thing about yeah, I think, yeah. I'll say the same thing about like a guy like Vic Hovland in a different way. Like, don't we need to see him win first before we start doing it? Yeah, I've kind of reached my breaking point. And look, we talk about my winner with John Rahm and the top tens we got. We got to talk about and take a full inventory of it too. I did have Tony Finau here for this U.S. Open, and he missed the cut and missed it badly. And look. Uh, Tony Finau is kind of starting to get a little bit into that Ricky Fowler situation from a few years ago. Remember when Ricky Fowler, that one season, had that top fives in all the majors across the board? And it's like, okay, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Well, it hasn't come. And that doesn't mean it's never going to come. I mean, he's only in his early 30s, and Tony Finau is not that old either. So I do believe ultimately it's going to happen, but do I want to pay every single time to find out? I talked about (laughs) when we were in the Bryser discussion and we talked about, hey, he can be a little stubborn with his golf game. And I mentioned we can also be stubborn as sports bettors. Mm -hmm. And I've been stubborn. And, And I remember, I think I listened to one of your megapods, I think it was several years ago. I can't figure out the year for the season, but it was the year of the Cleveland Browns didn't win, didn't win at all. But every week you would see kind of the wise guys. It would be that proverbial pros versus Joes every week. And you'd talk to whatever bookmaker you talk to on a Saturday or a Sunday or throughout the week. And it's like, okay, we need the Browns. And the wise guys would come in on the Browns Mm -hmm. every single week. And there were so many games they probably should have covered but they would find ways not to cover. It was like when they had that first engulf in the one against the Lions and they found a way not to get in the end zone. So, (laughs) you know, that's basically what happens. You get kind of stubborn here. And that doesn't mean you can't bet now in certain ways, but, you know, Matt Humans and I kind of joke about this. He's top 10 Tony. And that's basically, you know, what he is. And now it's to the point where it's like, I can't anticipate. Now I got to be from Missouri and you got to show me in terms of what you could do in a major championship. So I'm going to be very more judicious, very much more judicious, I should say, in terms of where I'm going to bet Tony Finau. I think he's a terrific player, but he just hasn't produced the role, the, the results, and you can only be let down so many times. Yeah, and you can only, and, and you don't get extra dollars for being a hero when it finally happens, right? So it's like, you know, eventually it will and I say this about the young guys like Hovland, who's, who's going to have a, just a spectacular career. But you don't have to get him the first time that he does it, you know, kind of thing. So I, I think it, it, it's worth saying for all the, the wins, I think that's a healthy discussion to have about golf as well. We only have 90 seconds here, Wes. Anything early in the Travelers this week, or, or perhaps more significantly to some listening who are uh, still off the high of a major, anything early on the Open Championship? Well, I was looking, actually pulled my traveler sheet up before I came on air with you. 
this is a really loaded field for being a cross-country event the week after a major DJ who we hit on last year, 25 to 1, Bryson, Cantlay, Kepka, Reed, Finau, Scheffler. This is a very deep field. If you're looking for kind of the course form junkie, you would look at Paul Casey, who's got, I believe, four top fives in the last six years here, including two runner-ups. But I'm going to be going through and writing that column for point spread weekly today and then before long shots tomorrow. So looking through this field, initial first glance, I kind of want to skirt maybe the guys that had good U.S. Opens. I think everybody's always tempted to do that in, in terms of the betting market. But keep in mind, good U.S. Open finishes are already baked into the cake here when you look at the prices that are going to come out this morning. That's for sure. Well, we'll look for your piece and point spread weekly, and we'll, we'll get to the Open Championship when those are more widely available as the majors keep on coming with this uh, newish golf major schedule here from the past couple of years. Thank you, Wes. Appreciate it, man. That was, that was something. Really appreciate you coming on. You bet, Gil. Thanks for having me. Wes Reynolds, everybody, at Wes Reynolds 1. Uh, what a tournament yesterday. Couldn't have asked for more. Just what you want from a United States Open. Got a couple baseball picks, at least one baseball pick. I've narrowed it down to one. I don't think I have the heart to pull the trigger on the second. It's coming up. VEASANS. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. Numbers Game proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. Uh, and do not forget, baseball season is in full swing, so it's the perfect time to work on cashing tickets every day. Our VEASAN experts give you all the tools to make the most of every baseball bet, including live odds and analysis. For every game on VEASAN.com slash MLB and our daily members-only best bet emails, now's the time to start your free trial and take advantage of all the betting opportunities this baseball season at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Longest day of the year, summer solstice. There was more golf on. The, back in the day, they used to, for the U.S. Open, the playoff used to be nothing sudden death. They would play an additional 18 holes on Monday. You may remember Tiger Woods, Rocco Mediate doing that. Back in the day, Tiger's uh, uh, tournament-tying putt that they showed over and over throughout the weekend uh, that sent that to 18 holes. Uh, I remember Curtis Strange doing an 18-hole playoff back in the day, too, after the U.S. Open. I was wondering yesterday, because for, for much of that, it looked like there was going to be a playoff, at least down the stretch, maybe Rom and Oosthuizen before Rom sunk those amazing, amazing birdies on 17 and 18. Uh, Two-hole aggregate is now the format of the U.S. Open. They would have played the 7th and the 18th. They would have tallied up those two holes. And if there was a tie after that, then they would have done sudden death 7th hole, 8th hole, 18th hole yesterday. But obviously it never came to that. As I really meant what I said to Wes, everybody crapped out in some form. Course got everybody on the back nine, except for John Rahm. Uh, what a great tournament. And hopefully uh, your bets were good. My, the only outright I had was Brooks Kepka, And I added to it after a round one, as a matter of fact. And obviously Kepka was, it was great. Uh, but he, he sort of followed the same pattern each and every day of this tournament where he would birdie a couple holes early and you'd be like, oh, this is the Kepka day. And then yesterday even took it further, got to as, as low as four under. He was one back at one point at four under. And uh, then 16 and 18 got him. And in the end, it probably wouldn't have mattered. But I would have loved for him. It was interesting for a while there. Harris English had posted a three under. 
and everybody was just getting destroyed on the back nine, <clears throat> there was a moment you wondered if Harris English's three under was just going to hold up. And I was lamenting the fact that Brooksy, we used to call Brooks Robinson back in the day too, Brooks Rob, uh, Brooks Kepo, you, uh, you, I was lamenting the fact that he didn't get in at three under. He only got in at two under. Because if he had gotten three under, I was oh, man, this could be a playoff of lots of people at three under. But then, uh, of course, Rom put it to bed. And the only, you know, we didn't bring this up with uh, with Wes. What do you do with a guy like Louis Eustace at every one of these majors? He is, I believe, he's finished second in all of these now. Every single major. What a what an interesting career he's had, and just seems so unflappable out there. And then he put one out of bounds uh, on seventeen, and that was pretty much Katie bar the door at that point. And it should be noted, I didn't know this because I turned it off once once he uh, he couldn't hole out on 18 and it was John Rahm's tournament. I didn't even realize he birdied, Oosthuizen did, he birdied 18, finished one stroke back. What a tournament uh, for Louis Oosthuizen. All right, uh, when we last left you with baseball, I had a couple picks on Friday. It was the Giants and the Diamondbacks. Um, Giants won behind Johnny Cueto. They were about a minus 129 favorite. And yes, I took the Diamondbacks at plus 175 on Friday against the Dodgers. And people were like, oh, you can play hero and, and, and bet the Diamondbacks. I really thought it was one of those situations. Dodgers were going up against the lefty. Uh, Diamondbacks were coming back home because, again, our, our WRC plus numbers, you go up and down that Diamondbacks lineup. They really are a far better baseball team at home than they are on on the road. I know it has not manifested that, you know, starkly in in the record because they just keep losing and losing and losing uh gave it a run against the huge comeback against the uh the dodgers yesterday that uh that ultimately uh fell short but uh the diamondbacks showing life uh in that nine to eight loss to the uh the dodgers yesterday where they were down nine to two and they put up a six spot in the eighth to almost get there just couldn't do it so the diamondbacks on this epic losing streak uh, in general, obviously, more so on the road, but in general, today, they're, they're, it's interesting. They're a very small favorite. By the way, that game on Friday, just to wrap it up, was scoreless into the into the seventh or the eighth. I can't remember exactly. I think it was into the eighth, and it was three to nothing. Then the Dodgers beat the Diamondbacks, so we gave it a run as a plus one seventy five dog. Just didn't work out on Friday. Uh, I have not gone back to the well on the Diamondbacks, nor will I today. Even though that price on the Diamondbacks uh, today is very, very cheap. Uh, I should say the price on the, uh, I should say on the Brewers who are at Arizona today in a shortish baseball card. Anderson and the Brewers just minus 117 on the road against the Diamondbacks. I mean, I'm tempted, but I'm not doing it. Um, not at all. Either way, actually, on this. But the Brewers at minus 116 is actually what we're showing. Very tempting, but I'm not playing it. Um, there's nothing about that particular matchup that I find off on the price. I am taking the Dodgers. The pick I'm playing, I mean, the, the one that I almost played, the one that came the closest to being a play that wasn't, was the Cleveland Indians today. Savale against Alzale. The Indians are now plus one, what are we calling it? About plus 135 right now. I won't, but we're calling it plus 138. I mean, it is creeping into the territory where if it, if it gets any more bang for the buck, I may play the tribe after all. Because I'm not really sure why they're uh, that big of a dog, but it is a it's it's interleague uh, gets a little squirrely in terms of of the lineup there. So I'm I'm staying away ultimately from the tribe, even though that was the last one that I pulled. The one I am playing is is probably the one you suspected. I'm playing the Dodgers very simply on the road. Uh, it's Urias against Darvish. The Dodgers are plus 
116. I actually got them at plus 114, so you can get them a couple pennies better than I did. Uh, but the Dodgers against right-handed pitching, and I get it, Darvish is excellent, but against right-handed pitching, the Dodgers have a 341 weighted on base. Only the Astros are better in all of baseball, so the Dodgers have that going for them. But ultimately, when you look at uh, Urias's stats also, uh, a 3.30 fielding independent on the season. Nothing wrong with that whatsoever. In fact, a 26.9% K rate against just a 3.9% walk rate. Again, taking nothing away from you, Darvish, who similarly has a 3.25 fielding independent. Better, better conventional baseball card stats than Urias has, but the fielding independent is almost identical. Uh, 29.3% K rate, 6.3% walk rate, so higher K rate, higher walk rate than that of Urias if we're to do the pitcher one-on-one. But basically, I think this is a coin flip game, and you're getting some dollars extra on the Dodgers here at plus 116. The Dodgers are the play, very simply, just on the price. I got them, Again, I got them at plus 114. Anything above plus 110, I would play on the L.A. Dodgers tonight, and that's the only baseball play of the season. We're up five units on the season, kind of in ho-hum once again. Haven't played that many games, but, uh, you know, creep along, try to get to double digits. It's a long baseball season. I think the uh, discretion and really being disciplined on baseball has been the key to a profitable baseball season. And we'll see how things are changing. We'll see how Jason Weingarten is playing the changing climate of baseball mid-season when he comes on the show coming up. First, though, Andy McNeil on hockey. Both series, both semis tied at two games apiece. Where does he see it from here? What are the Knights going to do in goal? Coming back on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. 
I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. Bet fearlessly on your favorite sports with a risk-free first wager up to $600 at BetMGM. Just sign up using bonus code VSIN600 and get in the game with the king of sportsbooks. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use promo code VSIN600 to make your first bet risk-free up to $600. New customer offer, paid and free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C. or West Virginia only. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and D.C. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, in Tennessee. Call or text the red line at 800-889-9789. And in Indiana, that's in Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Ladies and gentlemen, I did not mention Edmonton, Alberta in that promo, but we have Andy McNeil from Edmonton, Alberta at Digital Gambler. How you doing, Andy? I'm, I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I'm doing well. Ladies and gentlemen, it's our hockey expert, Andy McNeil, also a New York Post contributor, our hockey analytics expert. Let me start not with the game tonight, but with the game last night. Uh, Golden Knights. Get it done late against the Canadiens. Uh, they do it in overtime. They get the uh, the goal in regulation from Braden McNabb about halfway through the third period to tie it up at one apiece. And then Nicholas Roy uh, from Pacioretty and Tuck on the assist in overtime shortly into the overtime period. Actually just 118 into overtime to win. Uh, two to one, beat the Canadians two to one, tie up that best of seven series, the best of seven semi at two games apiece. We are basically where we were at the beginning now. It's a de facto best of three. But let me just, a couple questions here uh, where you can sort of explain hockey to those of us who are not hockey first people. One, again, the Golden Knights just have been plagued by the inability to start fast. What is that with this team? I'm not sure. I think there's a, a bigger problem with this team. We saw it last uh, playoffs versus the Dallas Stars, where they were uh, a big favorite, and you know they went cold, um, but they just didn't generate much. And even versus the Canadians here, they they they've only generated about fifty one percent of the scoring chances. That's you know nowhere near what you'd expect from a, a team that was what a minus four fifty minus five hundred series favorite heading in. Um, you know, it's, 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 uh, I think these things kind of just compound into smaller problems. Uh, and, and this, um, Canadians team is just 
just pretty deep. I mean, they're not a, an incredibly skilled team by any means, but um, they've got four lines that they can throw at you. And, and uh, um, you know, as, as good as Vegas is, uh, they, they're weak in the middle. They, they lost Chandler Stevenson, although his return seems imminent, I guess, uh, according to uh, head coach Peter DeBoer. Um, but it's, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's just a matter of depth. And, and I, I think, you know, obviously they've got a, a, a great top line or a, a couple of really good players in Mark Stone and Max Patch Ready, uh, the, the, the Carlson uh, Smith and um, Marcia's old line has, has sort of gone cold and they, they weren't very good this season overall, but they had a great series um, uh, against Colorado. But, um, you know, I think there's just a, a bunch of problems and then they all kind of uh, morph into the smaller ones throughout the game. Golden Knights minus 275 adjusted series price. Again, now a de facto best of three as they head back to Vegas for game five tomorrow night, where Vegas is a minus 245-ish home favorite. Montreal, about $2 on the comeback. Um, so Marc-Andre Fleury makes this horrific mistake in game three that results immediately in a Canadian's goal. Canadians then, of course, as everybody sort of who's watched things like that happen, of course the Canadians are going to win this now. They did. Uh, you know how betters are and how sports fans are. And so there are folks in Vegas who are calling for Marc-Andre Fleury's head after this mistake. And it's just, I, I marvel at hockey. And so Peter DeBoer, by the way, puts in Robin Leonard in goal in game four. Like, explain, I say this with, with uh, you know, abrupt coaching decisions, coaching firings and hirings in hockey. I'll say it with goaltenders, too. Sometimes I just don't understand. Are, are we not going to see Fleury in game five? Is it going to be Leonard now? And is that correct? Uh, I mean, it, it sure it sure seems like it. Um, I uh, I mean, it, it, as far as the mistake in in in, uh, in the last game goes, that that cost him that game. Um, man, I mean, it, to, to hang that all on him, uh, or to hang the whole loss on him, it's it's pretty tough. Um, you know, I, I I don't think as as good as the Knights are throughout their lineup, I don't think they've they'd even be in, in in the playoffs right now if it wasn't for Marc-Andre Fleury. They might not. have not even got past the, the Minnesota Wild. Um, I, I, I don't know if it was the right decision. Leonard played really good. Um, he got the job done, uh, and he, he was entertaining once again in his, his post-game presser. Uh, he said that he, he gets to the rink two hours early to, to, to read Twitter, but then followed that up by saying that he doesn't <laughs> care what people think. Uh, you know, it's it, 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 it's it's great drama. Um, I, I know that um, there was a lot of secrecy around the fact that he would start, even though it seemed like everybody knew. They had the trainer out standing in front of the the stick rack to try to uh, you know disguise uh, any any indicator that that it would be Leonard going uh, last night. So, I mean, there's there's going to be mind games and things like that right up until puck drop tomorrow. I, I'm guessing. Yeah, I mean, listen. Uh, it's just I'm fascinated by hockey. I'm fascinated by the fact that we might not see uh, Flurry again. It's just I was saying I was joking with these guys before the show. It's like if I called the Los Angeles Clippers, I don't know, I made a mistake. I said Los Angeles shish kebab. Like I made a mistake, and then they tell me after the show they're like, "Hey, Gil, I know you've done a thousand shows where you never called them that, but we, we just can't have you on anymore." After the, you know, it's just well, it's we, so rash. We are, you know, we both have watched hockey for a long time, and we 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 come from you know a place where we're not used to seeing goaltenders uh, do anything but play every single game in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, you think of the greats, and and you think of all the the past Stanley Cup champions. There are very few that had you know tandems 
that have worked and, and have gotten them to a Stanley Cup final. You know, um, it, it happens. Uh, and Fleury has been a part of those with Matt Murray uh, in Pittsburgh. But, um, you know, it's very rare that that works out for teams. Um, so would you play game five of the series or you just, it's the same as you felt before the series. You think golden Knights are, I'm, I'm pretty invested in it at this point and, and happy with my position here, uh, heading, you know, heading into the game five. Uh, I think the line is, is priced pretty accurately. Um, but you know, it's Canadians or nothing for sure. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, there might be some other, other plays that, that kind of develop when markets, uh, open up tomorrow, but. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, I mean, I think we've kind of seen some price discovery here. People have realized that, Hey, the Canadians are able to steal this series. And, uh, and you know, the, the, the line reflects that. So does the, the series odds. Um, I, I make it roughly minus two thirty five Vegas. And I think that's where the, the Canadians are right now. So. Yeah, I, I, I was talking to somebody, I think it was to parlay this weekend. Who's going to join us momentarily talk NBA where I was just like, you know, like I just did baseball picks, and I can give my reasons and my numbers. This is why I'm picking this team over this team. Here's precisely the reason I could talk about it for two minutes. And then sometimes something like this comes up in sports. The Canadians are basically the 2003 Florida Marlins, where it's just the price, right? And it takes five seconds. I'm just like, it's hockey. I'm betting the Canadians to win the series. And by the way, I bet them in games one, two, and three also. Two of those three worked out. It's just like sometimes sports betting, those are the best bets. The, the brain-dead ones where you're just... Just like, listen, this should, it's hockey. I've watched enough hockey to realize this team should not be that big of a dog. I know the Golden Knights are better, but that's a good sports bet. That's a plus EV sports bet. I don't care what anybody tells me. And we'll see. By the way, Vegas could win this in six. I wouldn't be surprised at all. But uh, these prices you're getting on a, on a, on a goal. T- as long as the yeah. officiating continues to be just horrid, um, that's going to favor, uh, you know, the underdog, I think, uh, and, and, um, you know, let the game uh, be determined a little bit more by luck than, than skill. I mean, if if the, the more skilled team gets gets a ton of power plays, um, then then it could be over quickly. But um, yes. if, if the officials continue to just let them play and, and not call anything, well, I mean, that's going to allow the Canadians to clutch and grab and kind of even the playing field a bit here. Give me luck, Andy McNeil. Give me luck. <laughs> I think that was said by a French king or something. All right, Islanders Lightning adjusted series price. Again, this now two games apiece in that semifinal. Islanders knotted it up at two apiece with a 3-2 to two win the other night. Uh, Lightning are minus 200. We're pretty much to where we were pre, pre-flop uh, before this series. Lightning minus 200 on the adjusted series. Uh, for game five tonight back in Tampa, they're minus 185. Islanders plus 170 on the comeback. Any play here? Um... Not not on the game specifically. I laid I think minus one sixty two on uh, the Lightning first period money line. I like that up to about minus one seventy. I think it's anywhere from minus one seventy to minus one eighty five. Um, and uh, I, I've got a small bet on the alternate total uh, over five and a half plus one twenty nine. I believe I uh, like that around that number. Um, you know, nothing I really love here, but I do think the pace will quicken uh, when, when the Lightning are the home team. That's kind of what we've seen so far. Um, and, you know, the, the power plays, I think, will, will be more plentiful uh, in Tampa Bay when, when Trotz gets to uh, dictate the matchups when the Islanders are at home. Uh, I think that, you know, definitely uh, lends itself to, to uh, a style of play that, that suits them more. Um, 
what we've seen is, and it's insane. And I think that's what people are, are complaining about a lot is uh, the the standard, uh, you know, officiating just changes game to game. We saw 24 combined minor penalties in the first two games in Tampa Bay, uh, and eight in the the two games uh, after that in in uh, Long Island. So. Um, you know, I think we'll see a return to the, the you know, the, the power plays and uh, the, the parades in the box, and that favors the Lightning here. I think we'll see another good start. Uh, Tampa Bay has started pretty strong in just about every game, um, and, you know, they've started pretty strong in the last couple, but they haven't been able to solve uh, Varlamov, and that just gives the Islanders enough time to claw back in it. Uh, but, um, yeah, no, I, and, and I like Santos to break out tonight, plus 190 to score a goal. Stamkos plus 190 to score a goal. Our 66 to 1 on him winning the heart didn't work out. But uh, okay, so a, a prop on Stamkos to score a goal and the over alternate line over 5.5 minus 129 on tonight's Islanders Lightning game. Plus 120. Plus 129, pardon me. Plus 129. I'm looking at the over at 5 at minus 140. Over 5.5 plus 129. Thank you, sir. Andy, we appreciate it. We'll talk to you later this week. Take care. Andy, Mc, Andy McNeil, everybody, at Digital Gambler. We'll come back. Jeff Parlay will join us. Jason Weingarten from Under a Cloud of Smoke to talk some MLB with us as well. It's a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.